reviewing TV shows and films, dishing out sports picks and dimes, providing you a slice of economics with a hidden gem tied in. Become a paid subscriber to Preston Super Show at anchor.fm slash Preston's Super Show slash subscribe. Thanks for listening and God bless. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Preston's Super Show. AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling put on a wonderful pay-per-view this past weekend. Forbidden Door. And I have the results and grades for each match. Now, it was a long, long show, right? It went for a while and you just didn't think it was going to end. And um, they really stretched it out uh, well because there was so much action throughout. Every time you looked up, something was happening. Chaos, Chuck Taylor, Rocky Romero, and Trent Beretta, and the El Desperado versus, versus they all together versus Mogul Embassy, which is Bishop Khan, Brian Cage, Shane Swerve Strickland, and Toya Lyona. So basically, the team of Chaos went up against the team of Mogul Embassy. And it was a complete back and forth. There was chaos outside of the ring, inside of the ring. I felt like everybody did what they had to do to set it off right. Like the zero hour thing worked out and uh, the crowd got what they wanted. I give that a A for effort, for real. Mogul Embassy won by pinfall with the swerve stop from Shane Strickland on Rocky Romero. Really cool. Next up, Athena vs. Billy Starks in the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament first round match. Uh, Feeling it out early and after a while, it was Athena taking over and winning by pinfall with a Canadian backbreaker dropped into a code breaker. Really sweet move. I give that a B plus. A lot of matches, so I'm I'm moving a little bit quicker than normal. Um, one good takeaway is that Athena is the real deal. El Phantasmo versus Stu Grayson. And El Phantasmo, uh, I really liked his work. So I'll give this a B minus. Um, Stu Grayson was, you know, just a good partner for this one. You know what I mean? Not, not like they're on the same team type of partner, but a good business partner on this thing. And it worked out. El Fantasmo wins by pinfall with the CR2 over Stu Grayson. Okay. Not to be confused with Grayson Waller. El Fantasmo, high ceiling, very high ceiling in the business. Los Ingo Baranables de Japon, which is Bushi, Hiromo Takahashi, and Shingo Takagi. Verse the United Empire which is a combination of Jeff Cobb, Kyle Fletcher, and TJ Perkins, TJP. Okay. So as this match went on, the drop kicks were in full effect. The sprinting was in full effect. 
Then came the slams, the power bombs, where Jeff went for the power bomb, then dropped it into a belly to belly suplex. Uh, Takagi comes in. He's doing well, trading forearms with Fletcher. And it's just a back and forth exciting match. Uh, counters where they can't hit their moves because the other person's uh, reversing it. And, and it's, it was really something sweet to watch. And it, the night continued to build very well. Los Engel Renables, Dejapon, win by pinfall with Made in Japan from Shingo Takaijai on TJ Perkins. I know it's a mouthful, right? But hey, that's what I'm here for. Then the main card starts. Start light the fires, get everything going. All right, let's go. You know, I know there's a lot of pyromaniacs in the wrestling business. So they got the fire going. Little introduction. Someone say something about this being the best event. This will be the best event they've ever had. Something about that. Then we have Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Maxwell Jacob Friedman. So MJF, right? But Maxwell Jacob Friedman, let's spell it out for everybody. The champion. And right off the bat, you had a feeling that this was a little bit of a labored match. A little bit of a labored performance. Where I was so impressed with Hiroshi Tanahashi. But then MJF was like, hmm, that was the one that got away. That was the one that got away. I was not impressed with his performance. MJF ends up winning by pinfall with a loaded punch, right? Cheated up. He made sure he was ready to cheat to get the victory and retains the AEW World Championship. So he'll continue to rise in the ranks. And now I'm be the first one to tell you MJF is a star in this business. Um, and in pro wrestling, he is going to continue to elevate his game. But that performance was not one of his best. And I don't know if it's just a matter of who he was up against in um, that just didn't like connect or resonate with him and he couldn't get his timing down. Uh, But it wasn't his worst performance, right? But it was just not the performance I expected from MJF. And Hiroshi Tanahashi put on a real spectacle and sort of made sense to win that match. But for MJF, he retains and continues to build on his championship. But he's having a reign uh, that's very Triple H-esque. You know what I mean? And and he's very much that Triple H figure in AEW. But he's making it his, his own. He's doing it his own way. He's not trying to, like, tie himself into the business entirely because he still feels like that free agent even though he's with AEW still gives you that vibe of an of a guy who's independent CM Punk first Satoshi Kojima and I'll say right off the bat my hot take was CM Punk's performance was better than MJF's looks like CM Punk is fully back in gear and Satoshi Kojima I thought he was all right in the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament first round match. I felt like it was a good back and forth. A lot of, you know, when you get in a match with CM Punk, you start seeing a lot of covers. 
Like, oh, guy's going to cover for the win. Oh, here comes CM Punk to cover for the win. Oh, a move or two. Oh, this guy's going to cover for the win. It gets a little bit redundant. Um, CM Punk ends up winning by pinfall with the go to sleep. And uh, CM Punk, you know, gets loose after and, you know, has has really good sportsmanship. And maybe he's turning over a new leaf and, like, showing that, hey, I work well with other people. Like, forget what you heard. Situation with the Young Bucks is is the past. Right now, I work well with the talent in the business. So I don't get too far ahead of myself because it is a lot of matches that really took place in this course of four hours. I'm going to give out the grades for the last three matches I talked about. Los Ingrabos, De Japon, over the United Empire. I give that a solid B minus. Like, that's cool. B minus. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Um, C plus. C plus is fair. And for the CM Punk versus Satoshi Kojima, that match, B plus. Definitely a B plus. Um, I just felt like that really got the vibe going and had the crowd in it. This next match was fire, boy. Red Death Daniel Garcia versus Katasori Shibata versus Orange Cassidy, the champion, versus Zack Sabre Jr. For the AEW International Championship. International, boy. And everybody was suited and booted. At one point, there was something really funny going on. Daniel Garcia's busting a move. He gets double teamed. He's fighting back. It's just chaos and sanity. And at the end of it all, Orange Cassidy pulls out a victory out of his back pocket with the mouse trap on Daniel Garcia to retain the AEW International Championship. And at the end of the match, Shibata and Cassidy have a moment of good sportsmanship, right? For the brand, for the business. Be one of the guys. Really good match. I give that one an A. The next match was a great match with Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Sanada, the champion, the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. And let me tell you that, don't be mistaken, Jungle Boy is really good, and he's been on the rise. And I've been watching his rise, actually, and watched him go on the shows and have to go on go into the events that maybe not so many people are attending, you know. Eh. And look at him now, right? Well, it didn't go his way in this match. He hit some really good moves. Um... The Tiger Diver couldn't keep him down. Um, Sonata wins by pinfall. The Moonsault. Refraining the IW, uh, retaining the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. And post-match is where the, where the real controversy began. And this was the match that I'm glad we got, but I didn't expect what followed. That now Jungle Boy's turning heel, right? He's becoming a heel now. 
It, uh, Hook helps him out of the ring. You know, Hook, I'm so-so about Hook. And uh, he helps him out of the ring. Okay, he's helping him up the ramp, and the jack stops. Like, yeah, it's nice you helped me here. Why didn't you help me back there? And then, you know, takes him out with the lariat. Grabs the FTW championship and throws it at Hook. Like, dude, have the stupid, your stupid championship. That was my chance right there. I don't know. Can you blame him? I don't know. The match itself, I give that match a B, a solid B. Better than average. Definitely. Then we had a real slobber knocker. And this was the Blackpool Combat Club up against Eddie Kingston, Hangman Adam Page, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson, and Tamario Ishii. Great match. Ran the exact right amount of time to keep it interesting, but not overdo it. Plenty going on that makes you really, really appreciate this event. Like, wow, they're they're deep into the, this event, and we're still getting good, good quality matches. Great booking. Eddie Kingston, Young Bucks, and Tamario Ishii win by pinfall with the vertical drop brain bruster from Ishii on Wheeler Yuta. Flattens Yuta after he was doing some really cool. I mean, Yuta was having a good match. Post-match. Eddie's arguing with the Young Bucks despite their victory. What do you expect? I give it that match an A. Well done. Well run match right there. Up next, the champion Tony Storm versus Willow Nightingale for the AEW Women's World Championship. Nightingale and Storm had probably the closest match of the night. Besides, there's one other match. To be fair, that was closer than this. But this was one the second closest match of the night. And Willow Nightingale's the real deal. Uh, she's she's beautiful and she was really really talented. Tony Storm, the the true diva, the true beauty, and she just pulls out an epic victory, winning by pinfall with the Storm Zero retaining the AEW Women's World Championship. Sky Blue and Doctor Britt Baker can only watch backstage. I give that match. An A. An A, for sure. A solid A. Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. These two put it all on the line. And I'm going to be honest with you. I just, you just didn't know when this was actually going to get over. Like, it just felt like this is not going to end. Like, this is going for so long. Then... A break and you feel it like oh it's going to end and will osprey wins by pinfall with the Stormbreaker, becoming the new iwgp united states heavyweight champion and i have to say this was the best match of the whole night this is preston's best match of aew and new japan pro wrestling's New World Japan Pro Wrestling's Forbidden Door event that they put on. It was a real spectacle, and I really liked this match the most. I, I just thought it was the best. It went the longest, but it was also the most productive. Just so productive. Two fast workers together. Two guys grinding it out. And even though... um. 
Kenny Omega lost the belt, he still like gave a championship performance. So that was like true to the brand, true to the belt. Like um, it was amazing. It was really a good match, man. That this was the best match. I give that an A plus, an A plus, like legendary. Darby Allen, Sting, and Tetsuya Naito, Naito versus Lasex Gods, which is Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki, in a really good match that didn't have the spark I I, I wanted. Just didn't have the spark. And I'm not blaming Jericho. I'm not saying anything about it being older or being a step slower because he still has it. It was just not right. It felt rushed. It felt very rushed. And Sting not being able to roll out of the way on the table, he still sold it really well. But um, not being able to roll out of the way on the table, that was a funny botch. You don't see Sting botch. Post-match, Jericho attacks Nato with a bat, but Sting run, runs him off. And that's because Darby Allen, Sting, and Tetsuo uh, Nito win by pinfall with a rolling press from Nito on Minoru Suzuki. So Jericho doesn't get pinned. Sammy doesn't get pinned. Jericho doesn't submit. Sammy doesn't submit. It's who they brought along. Monaro Suzuki, one of the greatest to ever do it. Cost them the match. Wow. I give that a C plus. Cool. It was cool. Up next, great match. But very one-sided. American Dragon, Brian Danielson versus Kazuchika Okada. And he's hitting the Rainmaker. He's feeling great. But Brian Danielson just seems to be better, faster, stronger. And just gets better every time he's I see him in there. And that's saying a lot. Um, And not to take anything away from Okada because he's a fan favorite and was a fan favorite to win this match. And the fans were actually a little bit quiet, a little bit sad that he didn't win. But the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, is a lot better than that dude. And when he won, it was with the submission with Enuma Plata short arm scissor. So it was a pretty cool submission victory. And the only thing I didn't like about the match where I don't give it high marks is because like they had Brian Danielson pretend that he was like convulsing on the ground. And it went on a couple times until it was like full blown. To where they're bringing the doctor in there. And it killed the vibe. To be honest with you. And you'll tell when the fans. And the fans. It, it kills the vibe. So you can say what you want. But you know the truth. And that's all that matters to me. Because I'm going to sleep well. I'm going to sleep so good. So good. Oh wow. Thank you God for letting me sleep so good. Brian Danielson celebrates. Because he's better than Okada. And always will be. And he celebrates in the turnbuckles. As the final countdown plays us out. That's the show. That's it, folks. That's it. And that was a wonderful performance for AEW. Better than anything WWE has put on since WrestleMania. For sure. 
for sure. The Forbidden Door, that's the new SummerSlam. Because that money in the bank shit that the WWE is doing is lame. It's lame and it's kind of stupid and redundant and they do it every year. And it shouldn't be an event called Money in the Bank. It should be the the main event is Money in the Bank. But all the other matches are different things and cool things. Not every match Money in the Bank. What? That's lame. No, I, I don't like that. But we'll see, Um, you know, how how it pans out this year. Ladies and gentlemen, just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night and God bless. Palms, 37.4 KJV.